Happy Wednesday, babes. I am so excited for this week's guest episode. This is one that I have been waiting and itching and so excited to bring to you because I had the insane pleasure of being able to interview Amberly Lyons from Chakra Girl Co. So for those of you who don't yet know who Amberly is, Amberly is also known as your spiritual BFF and is the entrepreneur behind Chakra Girl Co. After struggling to find a spiritual teacher or guru that she could fully relate to, she decided to take things into her own hands. Amberly wanted to design a business where women could ask questions, seek insight, and be inspired to live a more connected, energetically aligned, and more aware life. Chakra Girl is a spiritual platform and resource for women to use their chakra energy to manifest their most glamorous life. Guys, we go into so much this episode. We talk about Chakra 101. So if you've ever wanted to kind of know a little bit more about chakras, what they are, and what each chakra can hold and store, we go into that in this episode. We talk about 5D and how that's really different from 3D reality and the ascension and the upgrade that the earth is just getting and all of that good stuff. It was such a great episode to record and I know it's one that I'm going to listen to a bunch of times. So welcome to this week's episode of the Live Your Wildest Life podcast with Amberly Lyons from Chakra Girl Co. Welcome to the Live Your Wildest Life podcast. I'm your host, Gabriella Wilder, certified mindset coach and personal development junkie. I'm a positivity queen and a huge advocate for living your wildest life. Here's to us girls, the dreamers, the doers, the ones that live unapologetically and always want more. Each week, I'll be dishing out quick mindset tips and interviews with people who are following their dreams and living their wildest life. If you want to learn what it takes to go from broken babe to boss babe, you are in the right place. It starts with your mindset and a whole lot of spiritual tools that we will be sharing too. Now, are you ready to stop letting fear hold you back? Take charge of your life and start living the wildest version of it. Ready, set, let's do this. Welcome, Amber Lee. I am so excited to have you on today's episode. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course, I have been following you on Instagram for the longest time. Um, I was a member of your Chakra Girl Business School and I've done your 5D class and literally like, oh, everything you teach is just spot fucking on. So thank you. I like to keep it real. Yeah. (laughs) It's a vibe. I love it. Um, So for the listeners that are like, who is this girl? Um, I guarantee a lot of them already follow you, but if they don't, um, if you could just introduce yourself and give us a little backstory about who you are, what you do, and kind of how you got to where you are in your life right now. Sure. Um, so I'm Amberly Lyons, founder of Shocker Girl Co. And I founded that business to create a platform where women who didn't feel like they necessarily 
fit into like the spiritual stereotype, but still wanted to like explore their own spirituality and their connection to source and their chakras, but also still liked the finer things in life, um, like designer bags and drinking <laughs> wine and watching Real Housewives. Uh, I felt kind of like ostracized from the spiritual community because I wasn't um, you know, vegan or, you know, I was shaving my armpits and that, you know, not that there's anything wrong with not shaving your armpits, but um, I just felt like I didn't fit into that community. And I wanted to create something that was a little bit more inclusive um, and something that was also a place where I could teach women um, all the magic that I had learned through my own journey and learning about chakras. So five years later, here we are. And now I help that I help women um, also find their purpose and launch their business. And I find that most spiritual women, um, once they kind of like go down this path, they realize that they have a desire to serve in some way, a desire to, um, to like help people. So once people feel that urge or that whisper, then I, I support them in getting that business up and running as well. So it's multifaceted. We do a lot, but it's, it's fun. I love that. So how did you get started on your journey with chakras and spirituality? Like, was it something that you had tapped into as a kid? Um, or did it just come to you? Like, what was your relationship with spirit and learning about chakras and then wanting to bring that knowledge to the forefront and then end up teaching it? Mm -hmm. So I, I did love like, astrology. When I was a kid, I loved witches. <laughs> Love it. Definitely drawn to it. And then, yeah, it, but it definitely was not part of my upbringing and was not something that I, you know, continued into to high school or, um, or into my teenage years. But when I was in my early twenties, I started, um, well, I was just like a hot mess, like drinking, partying, not that there's anything wrong with drinking or partying, but like to the extent that I was doing it, it was a little excessive. Um, and just like not taking care of myself. I had anxiety. I wasn't, I was working in a job I didn't love. And it was just like, I just felt so lost. And I started going to yoga just for like the physical benefits. And I always say yoga is like a gateway drug. It always opens you up to so much more than you bargained for. Mm -hmm. So I started to, I started doing meditation and, and learning about chakras. And yeah, I started like kind of like one by one, like healing all the issues in my life and being like, why is no one doing this? Like, why don't people know about the chakras? Why don't people, why aren't people using crystals? And like five years ago, people were like, it was not mainstream. Mm -hmm. Like if you were, if you wanted to find like a meditation or like something on YouTube about crystals, it was like some like old person who just, you did not resonate with like totally granola, like someone in like Sedona that was like, you know, that you would, you're like, I would not hang out with you. So why would I take <laughs> advice from you? Right. So it's like, yeah. So I was like, okay, this is what, like, I need to create something that makes it fun and accessible that is informative, but also people feel connected to it and like, it's for them. Uh, so I started, I, my first business was actually a crystal and gemstone jewelry business to heal your chakras. Love so that. I started that and I found that 
you know, no one really cared that much about the jewelry, <laughs> but people were messaging me a lot and being like, how did you, you know, I want to start a business. How did you unblock your chakras to, to launch a business? Like what chakra should I be working on if I have like these dreams and I keep getting in my way? Um, and people were really wanting to start their own businesses. So then, then I kind of like pivoted and transitioned into helping people work through their chakra blocks and activate their chakra energy and live their purpose by launching a spiritual business. Amazing. Um, I made crystal like beaded jewelry when I was in high school, then like mm-hmm. sold it for a bit and then same thing, pivot. But yeah, and I feel I like a lot back of people, to it, like I love it, but yeah. I feel like a lot of people that were in jewelry, that were in fashion, that were, that are in um, like hair or beauty, like those people are souls who've had like past incarnations of being healers, like, and loving, like things that are beautiful. Like that is like definitely a, uh, like, I don't know, like a key or a code (laughs) that indicates that you're meant to be of service in a deeper way and like a spiritual way. Um, and here on earth, we kind of, you know, if we really want to help people, we want to make life beautiful and we have that, those creative abilities. Um, it's not like you go to a career fair and they're like, be a spiritual coach, but you know, it's like, what are the options? Like, okay, I feel like these are the things that I'm drawn to. And then a lot of people, like I said, will go into like hair or we'll go into fashion or we'll go into jewelry and uh, and yeah, and then we all uh, converge here in this <laughs> random spiritual bubble that has been yeah. created over the last five years or so. That's so funny. I literally was in college for fashion. So that makes yes. a lot of sense. As was I. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been interesting to say mm-hmm. the least. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I know you talk a lot about chakras. That's the name of your business. That is how you got started. But what exactly is a chakra? So for someone listening, that's like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. What's the best so, way to explain it? Yeah. So our chakras are our transmitters and our receptors of energy. So we can all agree that everything is energy and everything has an energetic frequency. And we all know that when we're operating at a high frequency, then our life is better. When we feel low vibe, when, you know, the days where you spill your coffee and then you bump your head and then you, um, you're late for work and then you go to run in your stockings. Like, it's like, you know, it's like everything is like one after another that's because like our low vibration is calling that in whereas like the opposite is obviously those days where you like hit every green light and you know you randomly stumble across some money or you you know you find twenty dollars on the ground or you know all those like good things that are happening that's when you have like a high vibration so our chakras are tools that we can use to identify like okay I know that I have like a low vibration as it relates to this area of my life or as it relates to this specific emotion or this specific feeling. And then we can target that specific chakra to do the clearing. So if we think of our chakra, the the Sanskrit meaning for chakra is spinning wheel. So if we think of the chakras as these kind of like spinning plates and they're all meant to spin together and that's how everything is operating at the highest frequency. Um, But things like Uh, you know, trauma, physical pain, past life things, you know, those, those negative vibrations get stuck in the chakras and it doesn't allow for the highest vibration of frequency. So it's not about how can I make my chakras better? It's more like, how can I clear out what's not serving me? So 
So yeah, that's, that's how they work without being too sciencey. Okay. And then how would someone know if a chakra is blocked? So if they're having those bad days or things just keep happening and they find themselves in repeating patterns, like how would they know that a chakra is blocked or a specific one is blocked? Yeah. I mean, like, that's how, you know, it's like okay. when something like feels misaligned or something is like negative in your life. Like if you're, if our chakras were completely unblocked and like operating at the right frequency, like we would be like on our path, we would be in flow, like everything would be good. So something bad is happening. <laughs> it's a chakra situation. Um, and in terms of identifying what chakra it is, like there's I mean, it just comes down to understanding them and knowing them and kind of like memorizing, like, okay, I know that if this chakra is blocked, it means, or I know that if I feel this way, it means that this chakra is blocked. Um, and yeah, I mean, we, our body is our textbook. I always say that like, we, we can tell energetically, like once we're really in tune with our, with our intuition, with our body, we can tell simply by like breathing into our body and being like, okay, where do I feel resistance? Where do I feel pain? Where do I feel um, stagnancy? And you can kind of identify where in the body that is. I mean, I always say, I mean, we have a quiz. It's like quiz.chakragirlco.com. And we ask like a series of questions that will tell you what chakra is blocked. But at the end of the day, like if you have not done chakra work, like specific chakra work, odds are, all of them are kind of, <laughs> so, yeah. but that's, but like that being said, once you work on them, like you'll notice that once you fix one of them, it'll kind of like loosen up a few of the other ones. And like, it's not like this arduous thing where it takes like so long to figure it out. Obviously it's an everlasting journey and it's never going to be like, Oh my God, everything is hundred percent perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's always about learning and unlearning, but, um, but yeah, when we can, when we really understand our ourselves and our own tendencies and our own energy and, you know, we feel connected to our bodies, it's like quite easy to identify where things are going off. Okay. And then in terms of unblocking them or cleansing them, um, is Reiki the only way to do that? Because I've, no, I've heard that online. Um, are there like journaling prompts, meditations? What are some easy ways to unblock the chakra? Yeah. So everything is like mind, body, soul, energy, right? So we target all areas. So for the mind, like you said, like journaling, mantra, for example, say you were having uh, like issues with money. I feel like that's a very common (laughs) one. Then we could be like, okay, that's the root chakra. I don't feel grounded. I don't feel safe financially. I feel like I'm in survival mode and I don't know like what direction I'm going in. So then we would want to pick mantras and we want to pick journaling prompts that rather than feeling those energies, you know, that kind of like cleared those energies out. So, you know, maybe it's some journaling, like a forgiveness letter to someone or, you know, reworking on your money story, but then it could also be like, okay, I feel abundant today. Today I'm grateful for the abundance in my life. I got an extra shot in my Starbucks today, made me feel super abundant. I had a bubble bath. I felt super abundant and like focusing on the energy that you want to embody. So having, you know, journaling a mantra surrounding that. So that's for your mind, for your body. It's like, okay, you know, if your root chakra is off and usually that's like lower back, legs, knees, feet. And so you could do specific exercises 
to work out any of that pain. Like as we dislodge the physical pain, it can actually dislodge the emotional pain um, or at least support it. So that's the physical, even like just breathing into those areas, like intentionally being like, okay, breathing energy into my spine, breathing energy into my legs, like just making that, that mind body connection. So that's, so we've done mind and body. And then the next one is soul. So meditation. So you can like Google chakra meditations. There's so much stuff there. I also have chakra meditations on my website. So that is, you know, really getting to that like soul level. And then the energy perspective, like you mentioned Reiki, like Reiki would fall under the energy category, but there's other things that we can do. You don't have to be a Reiki master to heal your chakras. Like you can use crystals, you can use visualization, you can use, um, even just like, I, I personally feel like we're, we all have the ability to do energy healing. Mm-hmm. And just cause you're not certified in Reiki doesn't mean you can't heal your energy. Like if you were to like even just place your hands on that area. And like I said, breathing energy into it, breathing, like, like visualizing, like a white clearing light, like clearing out that chakra. Like we have the ability to do that. Our, our minds are very, very powerful. And um, yeah, we all, we all have that ability. So if you could do like one thing from each of those categories a day, so a few mantras and like journaling, a meditation, some stretching, and then a, a moment of like working with crystals or, you know, visualizing or whatever, like you could get all that done in 10 minutes if you, if you needed to, obviously the longer you spend, the more intentional it would be. But if you could do that 10 minutes a day, hit something off of all those categories in within like two weeks, you're going to be a different person. So that's what I was going to say. Would you recommend yeah. starting with all of them at once or working on one at a time? I would work on one at a time. If there's one that you're like, I know I need to work on this first. Like this is really like crippling me. Like for me, throat chakra was really, really something I knew I needed to work on. So I worked on that first. And then I was like, okay, now I know I really need to work on sacral chakra. So I worked on that. But for most people who are like, mine are all fucked. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know where to start. Just start at the root two weeks per chakra, work your way up. Okay. Two weeks per chakra. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Um, and then when you do this work, um, what is the difference that you'll start to see in your life? Like what differences did you see from when you started working with chakras to like where you are now when you're like teaching it and it's basically a part of your life? Yeah. I mean, it fixes everything. It's not like how your life looks. It's like, how do you want your life to look? Mm -hmm. That's going to be different for everyone. Right. So however you want your life to look that is like embedded in for a reason, as long as you're being intentional and like honest with it. Um, I actually posted something on Instagram the other day or yesterday. I'm going to actually read it. Cause it was okay. like really powerful about like, about our desires. Um, so it says social media will have you anxious over things you don't even want chasing ideas of success. You don't even believe in be careful getting swept up in goals that aren't yours. <laughs> so true right so if we're um if we're like if if you think of like what you want in life but part of it is like because you think it's going to give you some kind of validation then that's not an authentic desire so if you think of like what do I want so much 
that I don't even like, I want it without even, even if I couldn't post it on Instagram, basically, like if I didn't care, if, if I didn't care if anyone knew that I had this life and it wasn't to like, make me cool, make people like me, make people, you know, think a certain way about me, what would I actually want in my life? Um, and whatever that life is that we want, that is what's meant for you. So when you clear your chakras, our chakras are like a GPS system. They're like a magnet, like they know how to get there. And they're already like trying to get, like they are trying, like motoring, trying to get you there. But then our tendencies, our blocks, our trauma, those are, you know, lodged in there, like, you know, in the, the spokes of the wheel, not letting us get there. So your chakras already know how to get the life you want. You just kind of need to get the other stuff out of the way. Okay. So you kind of have to like start the movement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, and then you talk a lot about 5D and you also did a course on that. So do you want to talk a little bit about what the difference between 3D and 5D is? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the majority of the world is in 3D um, and that's where, uh, like, here's the thing. If you watch the news, you're in 3D. <laughs> that's like the number one indication. Um, if you believe everything you read in the news, you are in 3D. Um, it's like very linear thinking. Like if this, then that. It, there's no room for um, thinking outside the box. Like it's very linear. Um, one other way to describe it is like, if you're like in a room and you like look up at the ceiling, you're like, okay, that must be the sky. But it's like, they don't realize that if they like, there's like so much more to see. Mm -hmm. Um, 4D is when you start to awaken to the fact that most of what we've been told is a lie. (laughs) And you start to awaken to your own shadows as well. And you start to, kind of integrate your own shadows. Not that we want to like push away our darkness. We actually want to kind of like embrace it to use it as a teacher. So 4D can be kind of like a bit of a dark place. I describe it as like the dingy gas station on a road trip. Like you want to get in, you want to get what you need and then you want to leave. Like you're not hanging out there. Um, And some people do hang out there. You can kind of see like the people that are really stuck like in conspiracy theories and like stuff like that. the way that I see it is like, there's like 3D and then there's 4D, which is where you're kind of like learning that things aren't true. And maybe you're being like, oh, you know, I thought it was this way, but now I'm seeing it's this way. But 5D is like, it's actually neither of those ways. Like (laughs) it's nothing that we like, we are linear brains can't compute what's actually going on in like in like logical ways that we would learn in school. So in 5D, you're, you know that and you understand that and you have like insights and it's a little bit more like philosophical. Like you realize that life is not about facts. Um, it's, it's about, uh, I don't know, it's almost like there is no truth. It's like your truth is your own perception. So in 5D, you get to create your own perception. You get to create your own reality based on the way you see things. Um, and that doesn't mean that you're like avoiding any darkness that's happening. I call it like earth problems. Like we're not like avoiding earth problems because we're still earth beings. We still live here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like spiritual. We're not like spiritual bypassing, but it's like uh, the power to create your reality. Um, and that's really powerful. And, and 
people kind of think that our, you know, this is what we learn in school is that we have these eyes and this brain and our eyes see things and then we, our brain processes what it is and then we act accordingly. But I actually see it differently. Like uh, the way that it should work is that our brain sees the picture of how our life look, uh, how we want our life to look, how we mm-hmm. want reality to be. And then our eyes are like movie projectors that project that reality into our life. So we have the ability to do that. And obviously if you're listening to this being like, oh my God, like, no, you can't like imagine like a house and then it appears. Like, I'm not saying that again, it's like so hard to like explain in like, I don't, it's not hard to explain. It's like, it's, it can be hard to understand if you're used to linear thinking. Um, So it's again, just everything's perception and nothing is a fact. Which can be scary for people when people are used to feeling safe from facts or safe from these like structures that have like been, you know, they've perceived to be supporting them all along. So, I mean, at the end of the day in 5D, we know that we are the source of everything that we want. We're the source of all the love we want. We're the source of all the abundance we want. We're the source of um, all the bliss that we want. And it might look different for everyone. And that's, I mean, the cool part is that you get to choose what it looks like for you. I love that. So I'm working through A Course in Miracles right now. And it's like very similar in that, like what you see isn't actually a thing. Like it's not there. Exactly. And you put meaning to everything. So that's like one of the teachings was like, whatever you see has no meaning. Exactly. Yeah. Literally mind shift. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. Um, and then to get to 5D, can you um, like go past 4D? Like, can you go from three to five or do you have to kind no. of go into you four? Have go, you have to go through the dingy gas station, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's important. Like, I mean, again, because our brains want to uh, like pick a side or label ourselves as something or, you know, have a fact that we believe in, like when you yearn 4D, it's like you are like faced with so much shit that you're like, wow, that was a lie. That was a lie. That was a lie. That's that was a lie. And like, that's how, and like, we're automatically going to want to be like, okay, I thought if I chose this side that it was right, but now I'm seeing this other side is right. Um, Even though neither of them are right. I think it's important in like the unlearning process or in the like unbelieving process or the unattached, like the detachment process is the best word for it. It's important in the detachment process to almost um, have something else to attach to. It's easier to detach. And then it's easier to let go of that second attachment once you've already done it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then how important is it to incorporate the 5D teachings or like getting into 5D in order to manifest? Um, a lot quicker and easier. Yeah. I mean, like I kind of mentioned about like the validation piece, like I only want to talk about manifestation in like in the context of conscious manifestation. Okay. And conscious manifestation is 
it's not like whatever you're trying to manifest is not coming from a place of validation. It's coming from, so to me, like I've kind of rejudged my idea of what abundance means. Like abundance, like, do I love designer bags, chic vacations, all the things hundred fucking percent, but are those the things that make me happy? No. When I buy a designer bag, is that like, am I like, Oh my God, like, this is like, I'm in so like, this is heaven right now. Like, no, I'm not. I'm like, Oh, this is, this is cool. Like, it doesn't really matter. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, it's definitely nice to have, and I will keep doing it, but it's not the end all be all of everything. So if whatever you're trying to chase is from a place of making you think this is going to make me happy. This is going to make me cool. This is going to make me that you need to first understand that you already are cool. (laughs) You already are abundant and you like, you're the source of all those things. You are the source of all those things. So when you realize that, um, and so now I say abundance is not about money. Um, I mean, it, it, it can be, and money is like a powerful tool to make us feel abundant, but the abundance is about freedom, bliss, and purpose. So purpose slash like fulfillment. So if you feel free, if you feel like you, um, you know, you can do what you want when you want and you have the ability and the means to do what you want when you want. Um, if you feel bliss, like those moments of bliss, like I like literally like nothing feels better than just like being on my couch with my dog and my husband and like cuddling our dog and just like, I don't know, maybe drinking a delicious glass of wine or morning coffee or whatever, just like being in complete and utter bliss with like the sun shining in the window. Like, I think we all know that that feels better than like the dopamine hit of like buying something, you know, or like, it's like, yeah, you could have the chic vacation, but if you're going to feel like shit the whole time you're there and be like, oh my God, I need to take a picture. So people think I'm cool. Like, then what is the point? Like, what is the point? Um, And I'm not saying it's bad to have those feelings because I still get them too. I still get those feelings. And I am not at a point where I'm like hundred percent there yet, but this is why I teach it. Um, So there's that. And then the other one was purpose fulfillment. So, so yeah, I mean, doing something that's of service and here's the thing, like they've done, I mean, this comes, oh, sorry, love was the other one, but I feel like love purpose fulfillment, those are kind of the same and bliss and love are similar too, but with love, it's, um, it's actually proven. Like they've done like scientific studies. Again, I don't really care about facts. Like I already energetically knew this, but, um, our brains respond the same way with the same amount of satisfaction when we are giving love as they do when we're receiving love. Mm. So we know that we are the source of all the love we ever wanted in the world. Um, we could give love, but then obviously the catch is you have to be giving love without expectation of it coming back to you. But if you can give love with full trust and knowing and the energetic laws, the more love that you give, the more love that you'll receive, then that's the magic, right? Like that is the magic. So <laughs> in summation, manifestation, <laughs> it's, I think, uh, um, if we want to think about manifestation, it's less about have a vision board, you know, do these five steps to manifest there's a time and place for that hundred percent. And if it works for you, do it. But if you haven't done these other steps of unlearning what we want, like what, what, what we actually want, what's creating freedom, love, bliss, and fulfillment in our lives. Um, and like redesigning what that looks from a place of authenticity and not from a place of, of, um, validation, 
that is when we manifest at rapid fire fucking speed. That is the magic. I love that. I love that so much because I feel like with social media, like you were saying, everyone's kind of posting Mm -hmm. their best life on Instagram, which I mean, it's literally a highlight reel of the best moments. And sometimes you could see that and be like, oh, I want that too. But like, do you actually want that? Or do you think it's going to make you happy? Exactly. Like for me, I'm like, like I said, all I want to do is like sit around, <laughs> like be in the sun with my husband and my dog and like eat delicious food. And then like, when I do that, I have more energy to like show up and teach people things and like give love to the world. And like, if I see someone that's like running this, you know, this huge company with like 400 employees and they're, you know, working, you know, 60 hours a week, it'd be easy to look at that person, post a picture of their, their mansion and be like, oh, maybe I should be doing what she's doing. Maybe I should have a big business. Maybe I should blah, 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 blah. But it's like, no, because like all the things that I love doing are not aligned or conducive with the lifestyle that is associated to that, you know, to that person. So so yeah, it's it's easy to get caught up in in the validation that surrounds all of it. I love that. And even just like savoring those moments of yeah. bliss, like you were saying, just on yeah. the couch, like if you're in the good exactly. mode, savor and be present. More, and the more you savor them, the more you'll manifest. So it's like manifestation by enjoying your life versus manifestation by method, you know? Like here's a method to manifest something, but it's like really all you need to do to manifest the life you want is to enjoy your life. (laughs) Like when you enjoy your life, you manifest more enjoyment. So I'd rather do that than sit there being like, okay, I need to check off all these boxes to make sure I journaled it in the right way and make sure I put the right picture on my vision board and this and that and that. Do I still, excuse me, do those things? Do I still follow those steps? Do I still journal about it? Do I still have pictures of what I want? Like hundred percent, but those won't do anything if you're not doing the other things. Got it. So you have to have like the stepping stones and then those tangible steps as well. I mean, you don't really need the tangible steps, but our linear brains want them. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So every guest that comes on the podcast, I ask a little round of rapid fire questions. Um, Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. What is something that you have to do every single day, no matter where you are, who you're with, you're like, fuck this anytime I'm going to do it. I do like a heart connection. So I just like breathe into my heart. I breathe the, I like breathe love into my aura, do like a clearing and a protection over my aura. Then I connect, I do like an energetic connection to the earth and an energetic connection to the cosmos. It takes me like 45 seconds. I love that. That's beautiful. And I just feel like I'm in the sky, but I'm also an earth being and I'm surrounded by a bubble of love. What could be better? That's so beautiful. <laughs> um, what's something recent that you've manifested? Ooh, something recent that I manifested. Um, I'm going to say I manifested by doing and like, okay, so I am like launching a second company that is um, essentially like an online magazine. And I, it's just funny because it's, um, it's an idea that I had years ago. And I, I did it. I launched it five, uh, five years ago. And then I was like, 
this doesn't feel like the right time. And then I totally forgot about it. Like in my brain, I was like, yeah, you know, like you've got this other business now, like you, like, let's forget about that. I think you're meant to do this. And I've been like running this business for five years. And then all of a sudden, like all these downloads and all these ideas and all these like opportunities and people that would make it all make sense and like make it all work, like just started landing. And I was like, okay, I guess it's time now. So I'm excited about that. That's very exciting. Oh my gosh. I say it's like goop meets Gaia meets Vogue. (laughs) It's going to be. That's going to be epic. Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing. Um, what book are you currently reading? Oh, what is it called? I think it's called Journey of Souls. I'm going to Google it and make sure by Michael Newton. It's so, okay. You know, it's so funny. You know that like Disney, I'm not good at rapid fire. Mm-hmm. I like, really like it's okay. Um, You know that um, like new Disney movie called yeah, Soul. I watched it the day it came out on Christmas. Oh, did you? Did you okay. my ass on down at the TV and I was like, I'm watching this freaking movie. Okay. So the book I'm reading, I feel like they like literally like stole all their information <sighs> from the book I'm reading. So it's like a guy. Yeah. Journey of Souls. That's what it is. Michael Newton. Um, so it's this hypnotist and he, his specialty is he'll hypnotize, hypnotize people. I always say hypnotize. There's no M it's hypnotize. I don't know if I'm the only one that does that anyway. So he'll hypnotize people and bring them back to like a past life. Mm. And like when they were dying in that past life, and then he'll follow their death into like where they go in between the reincarnation. And like, he learns all about like what happens like in between. And I haven't watched the Disney movie, but I'm like, I think that's the premise Mm -hmm. of the movie. And so I've been like Googling it to be like, was he involved in this? Like, did he, was he like a contributor? Like, was he a researcher? And I hope he's getting paid in some way because Mm -hmm. like this is his life's work and they've made a Disney movie about it. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's just also crazy that I'm like reading, like I started reading it like this, like I was reading it when I heard about this Disney movie and I was like, that's so weird. Yeah. That's literally the concept. Yeah. So I mean, maybe it's also a sign that I meant to like do more work on this stuff. So, well, I'm, I facilitate past life hypnosis. So, um, it's <laughs> magical. And then it's crazy. Cause like at the end, after like the experience, like the death in that specific life, yeah. um, we can bring them to a new life, but I've never journeyed through in between. the in-between. Um, talk you to the higher it. self, but I'm definitely going to read that book. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, what is your secret obsession? So something that not most people know about you. Oh my gosh. I feel like I just tell everyone I've, I'm like, I'm like, have the biggest mouth when it comes to myself. Like I can't keep any secrets about myself. I mean, Okay. Well, I always talk about reality TV. Okay. This is like very random, but I like eat an ice cream sandwich like every day. I love that. (laughs) My husband, even yesterday, I know my husband was like, there is, um, or he was like, there was like a huge lineup at the grocery store, like a 20 minute lineup yesterday. And he got to like the front and realized he didn't get my ice cream sandwiches. And he knew that he would get shit if he didn't get them. So he left the line and got the ice cream sandwiches. And then waited back in line. So that's love. Husband, yeah. That is love. I love it. <laughs> Who would you want to be stuck in a 10 minute elevator ride with? Ooh, Kanye West. 
Okay. He's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, so interesting. Did you listen to him on Joe Rogan? Mm-mm. Okay, you need to listen to it. Like, he's the most misunderstood human, but I feel like I under, he is like on 90. He is I was like just going to say, he's, that's why, he's exactly. in another dimension. And that's why people can't like, like, they don't, they literally don't understand him and think he's crazy. But I'm like, no, I understand what he's saying. Like, I get it. So, yeah. Yeah. I think he's just a misunderstood genius. Yes. And I, I hope and have a theory that they're not splitting up and that it's just to like create hype around their last season. Oh, yeah. Fingers crossed. I hope so. I really hope they're not splitting up, but we'll see. Um, okay. So I'm throwing it back to MTV Cribs. If I were to open your fridge, what would I find? Mm, okay, well, the freezer is the ice cream sandwiches, but in the fridge, <laughs> what do we have? We have, oh my gosh, I'm not like, I don't know. It's like all vegetables. It's like kind of boring. Like there's nothing that I'm like always into. Like we always have leftovers. So my husband made chili last night in our uh, instant, not instant pot, our ninja foodie. Mm. So we always have like tons of leftover containers and then we'll have and I'll be like, eh, I don't feel like that. And we'll end up going out for dinner. So then we have like old leftover containers. So I would say mostly leftover containers. Okay. Um, <laughs> your favorite stone or crystal? Uh, probably amethyst. It's my go-to. It's an oldie, but a goodie. I love it. And what is your favorite quote or piece of advice that you've been given? Hmm. Um, I mean, this is from me. I love it. I always say like, it's not like when it comes to like business success, right? It's not about things always being perfectly smooth and like flowing perfectly. It's about surviving, like knowing how to survive in chaos. And I think especially right now with like the chaos going on in the world, like I think that's the biggest thing. It's like if we're sitting around wishing things were better, we're going to keep manifesting more shittiness, but if we can accept the chaos and be like, okay, this is how I'm working around it, or this is what I'm learning from it. Then it like, that's the lot. Like, that's like the number one thing of life is like learning from mistakes or darkness or chaos so that we can, that's how we like evolve our souls. So survive in the chaos guys. I love that. Thank you. Um, I want to change it to thrive. In the chaos. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I'm here for that. Um, okay, so if you want to just let everyone know where they can find you, where they can work with you, where you hang out the most, um, so that way they can connect with you. The gram is where it's at, so it's at Chakra Girl Co. Um, I mean, I would if you are like, okay, I need to figure out the chakra stuff and do the quiz, quiz chakragirlco.com, and then my website is chakragirlco.com. You are now one step closer to living your wildest life. If you loved this episode, remember to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends. Sharing's good karma. Tag me when you guys listen on Instagram at Gabrielle Wilder. And remember that you can find all of today's info in our show notes. Babe, you are a wild one. So go out and crush those goals and start living your wildest life. You are worth it. Ready, set, see you next week.